feeling a bit left alone all the way over here. Well, someone decided to run across the entire battlefield yep. on his own. Because that's what I expected everyone to do. I got a 20. Yep. I got a 14. I got the shaft. I am going to do sharpshooter and really hope that it'll work. <laughs> no! Uh, it did not. I, I thought it'd be more like, she got knocked down, but she'll get up again. Never gonna keep her down. She got knocked down. Too many syllables. We should run. <laughs> Chapter 289, Undead in the Snow. Okay. So in the last episode, we'd returned to our dragonborn friends. And you all had journeyed back to the mountains for one last little trip home before the winters kind of seal in the mountains and things will become extremely difficult to get up there. And what all did you find was happening in the mountains? It's a warm summer day. Not. We found our four, the four of Dragon went out missing are slaughtered upon the icy fields and the snowdrifts moved to reveal undead forces hiding amongst them. Well, maybe we ought to back up a little bit for there. Yeah, you got back to the village and found out that more than the normal group of people, normal um, number of people have been disappearing over the winter. Obviously, the mountains are a difficult place and it's not unusual for one or two people to to take off from time to time and, and not return. Uh, but um, more than the usual amount has been leaving and not returning. And so you were sent out to see if you could figure out what's happening with the, the most recent four people not to come back. And yeah, you tracked them down and discovered their frozen bodies in the uh, snow. And as you came up to check them out, all of a sudden, the snow shuffles off of undead creatures who are hiding in the in the uh, snowdrifts, obviously not being living and needing warmth or air or food. They're able just to hide there in uh, ambush. And that's where we are now. So do we, we've encountered several types of undeads from here. Bodaki things to zombies to more intelligent ones. What what do these kind of look like? Okay, well, let's go over it. So immediately around the bodies, there were four little piles of snow. And the creatures stood up out of the piles and the piles, you know, basically shuffed off them. And these ones are gray-skinned and have long, lolling tongues and long, clawed fingers. And uh, they seem to be ones that you've seen before. Uh, but interestingly enough, on either side of them, and actually we'll, if you could point to them. So we have uh, club and purple and white and gray of those. And then on the far sides, we have peach and yellow. And those ones are very interesting because the snow does not fall off of them. But instead, the snow melts away from them, and just a grinning skull wreathed in green flames just rises up out of the snow, 
And to make it even more horrific, these are dragonborn skulls. And then in the very back, um, out of the largest snow pile, all of a sudden arises a large head surmounted by little eye stalks. And to make it even more interesting, actually, everybody roll for me um, either a history or straight up intelligence check. 21. Eight. One. Eleven. Seven. Okay, well, that's not too surprising. You wouldn't have heard very likely about this in the mountains very often. But, Petrin, you have heard of the creature called the Beholder. Oh, boy. And, in fact, um, you remember Craval talking to you about it when he was most recently in Porta Magnum and how these creatures float and they have... uh, a uh you know beams come out of the eyes and are able to uh basically uh gun you down with those things disintegrating people wholly and things like that however this one seems to be a little different you notice its main eye in fact all of its eyes on the eye stalks and the main eyes are kind of glazed over as if in the giant dead corpse. And as you look at it more, you realize, yeah, there is flesh hanging off of this creature. Um, It's dead. And yet it's still floating and seems sentient. So this is some sort of undead kind of beholder. We should run. Uh, No. Would an undead beholder be weaker or stronger than an Um, undead beholder? An undead as creatures are a favorite enemy of mine. Would I know the answer to that? Um, Roll for me. Because I don't know anything about beholders, but I know a lot about undead. Um, So roll for me, uh, once again, either history or straight up intelligence um, or maybe even a straight up wisdom check. Oh, straight up wisdom check. Uh... 12. Um, Wait, wouldn't I get advantage on something related to my... I would say you would. Well, 12. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so um, you don't know specifically about this creature. But what you do know about undead in general, um, for instance, like zombies, you know, are slothful and they're you know basically just mindless brutes but uh at the same time they're also really difficult to knock down um and then you know for like other ones the undead yeah they get extra skills and so forth um and they're more difficult to kill because of that but a lot of times they are not nearly as powerful as they were in life about the only undead you know that is more powerful in death than life is the, is the lich itself. That makes sense. Okay, let's take him down. And this does appear to be some sort of zombie version of uh, a beholder. Okay, so you're going to go for it then? Yes. So let's roll initiative. So, Petrin. Yep. 17. Okay. And Heskin? Four. Okay, a little taken aback. Yes. 
Okay, and Rogar? 21. Okay, not taken aback. And Kraval, or Kraval, Kravage? 14. Okay, right in the middle. And then finally Sora. Uh, 16. Okay. Okay, very good. Okay, so this thing kind of floats up out of the snow, and you realize you're in trouble. And uh, Rogar, you get to go first. What are you going to do? And actually, could you point out where everybody is on the map there, Melanie? I'm right there. We have me. We have Eskin. We have um, Kravash. We have Sora up here. And we have, who's left? Rogar, right there. We just use your minis that yeah. you normally use. Uh, that's that's good. <laughs> All right. So should I start with the undead who are close to us or run for the beholder? I'm I'm going to go straight for the beholder. I mean, I'm going to move away, obviously. But that was what I was planning on Hunter's marking and taking down. All right. Um, are, are those laying down corpses in the center are those undead ready to get up or are they just there for effect uh those are the dead bodies of your friends and at this point you don't know but they okay. do seem to be they were not hidden they were out in the open they seem to have frosted in place after they died um so at this point in time they do just look like dead friends uh, and they're not moving at all that i can see they have not moved so far all right, then I will try uh, running straight up the center, avoiding the standing up ones to try to make it to the... I'm going to dash. Okay, so it'll be two um, squares of difficult terrain as you cross past the uh, the bodies lying on the ground. How many How many squares can you go? Uh, with a dash, 80. Okay. Or 80 feet. And so you'll lose 10 feet of that to the uh, to the difficult terrain... Unless you can avoid difficult terrain. You can get right up to the beholder if you want to. All right. In that case, I will do that. And additionally... Um, okay. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I run up and I cannot do anything because I dashed. Okay. Very good. And then next up is actually Petrin. Oh boy, that's me. What do I want to do? Um, I'll run up. Ooh. I'll take out my short bow and I will shoot at white. Okay. No, I'll shoot at purple. Okay. I'm closer to that one. Yeah. 15 to hit. And a 15 hits. Yippee. That will be eight points of damage. Okay. Yeah. Seemed to hurt him pretty good. That's all I can do. Okay. Anything else? Nope. Nope. Okay. Okay, and Purple's next up on the list, and Purple does not like that, so he charges up next to you and attempts to hit you with his claws. 
So that's a 22 to hit. Maybe. Just maybe. And so the claws do... Six points of damage. And you must make for me a constitution saving throw. That'll be a... 21. Okay, good. You're able to withstand the evil of the claws. No problem there at all. Okay, and next up is Sora. Um, It's kind of hard to tell which zombies are within, uh, or undead dudes are within five feet of each other. None of them. None of them at the moment? Yeah, they're all about 15, 20 feet apart. Okay. Okay, then um, I will go ahead and just uh, Hunter's Mark the zombie holder. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna shoot it twice. Melanie, that's wonderful. <laughs> the dunce cap. Hunters. Oh, nice. Whenever you hit it with a roll attack. Sweet. Cool. Um, that would be, does a 17 hit? A 17 does hit. Spectacular. That was a sharpshooter. So um, we're going to do a D8 plus a. So that would be 12, 22 points of damage for that first shot. Plus Hunter's Mark damage is another six. Okay. So 28 points of damage for that first shot. Okay, that tore a chunk out of it. Yeah, my second shot. Um, I'm going to try for sharpshooter. Wait, a sharpshooter once per turn. Or once per hit. It's per attack. If you per want attack? to keep use, if you want to keep using it. Okay, I'm gonna use sharpshooter again then. Um, woo! That would be um, 22 to hit with sharpshooter. Well, it definitely hits. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Nice. Um, so that's another 11, 21 points of damage. Plus hunter's mark is another. Six points. So I almost max damaged both of those hits. Not bad. Um, for that, so that was 20, 27 points damage for the second hit. Okay. So yeah, you uh, plunk him in there pretty good and, and you just see it uh, kind of shaken by that. And then I'm going to back away to be behind Kravash. Okay. And then next up is um, the Beholder itself. And it just kind of lazily points an eye stalk at you there right in front of it, um, Rogar. And a black crackling ray comes out and strikes you. And you must make a constitution saving throw. All right. That is a 17. Okay. And a 17... um, does save so you will only take half damage here which is pretty good because i rolled pretty well so you'll only take 20 points of necrotic damage from the uh from the blast okay and then white goes and white is going to close in and uh go after um kravash there since that's the closest one no kravash not uh heskin there we go and goes to slash you there, Kravash. And that's a 21 to hit. Just barely. And it um, d- 
does seven points of damage with its claws, and you must make a constitution saving throw. Constitution save, you say? I do, I do say. Ooh, man. Five. Oh, oh no. So you just see um, Kravosh just stiffen up as the claws rake into his flesh, and you are paralyzed for the next minute. Um, you can make a save at the end of each round. Well, I do have a pair of eyes. Why does that mean I can't move? Uh, because paralyzed. Yeah, I love that you explained that because none of us got it. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> well then. Okay. I stand stiff as a board. You do stand stiff as a board, and you are next up, so you can go and do nothing except make a save against this. So give us another uh, Constitution saving throw. I can. I get twenty two. <laughs> Seven. Okay. No, you're not up. able to break out. Okay. And next up is green, all the way on your right. I guess you know it's. Uh, and you see that flaming skull just kind of survey the battlefield. And green. Oh, Yellow? the chartreuse one on there. Yeah, we'll call that. Yellow? We'll call that one green, I guess. Oh, okay. sorry. It's gray. I have a question. Yes. I have a question. Yep. I'm looking at paralyzed. I'm wondering if I could still, even in my mind, hum the magic to give someone bardic inspiration as a bonus action. I definitely feel like you can't. Yeah. I mean, you can paralyzed. hum it all you want. It's just that no one can uh, can hear it. So, yeah, you would not be able to inspire anybody in your paralyzed condition. Yeah, sorry, guys. Tried. And actually, it's gray that goes next, not green, which we're going to... We want to call that green or we want to call that... Yellow. Yellow? Okay, we'll call that yellow. What was it originally? Yellow, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll change that. Okay, but it's gray. And gray... How far away is the monk from gray there? 30-ish. Okay. Um, so it will run up at... Uh, at uh, the barbarian, sorry, that's the barbarian there. Yeah, go. So it runs up at the barbarian, and takes a swing on him, and gets a thirteen. Does a thirteen hit you there, uh, Rogar? No. Okay. So you you hear him coming and get out of the way, and then Club gets to go, and Club will turn and do the same thing. And gets a seventeen. Does that hit you? Unfortunately, yes. Okay. So you take eight points of damage from the claws and must make a constitution saving throw. That's a 10. Okay, and a 10 oh, does boy. make it. You're able to hold off the ill effects of the claws. And then actually now yellow gets to go. Let me take a look. Let's see if this is what I want to do. I'm feeling a bit left alone all the way over here. Well, someone decided to run across the entire battlefield yep. on his own. Because that's what I expected everyone to do. Okay, so yellow goes, and you can just hear the in, infernal incantation. And um, Melanie, could you put some sort of a dice or something right between um, Sora and Kravash there? Uh, actually, the other side, the outside. Actually, no. Yeah, put right in the middle there. 
uh, all of a sudden a um, flaming sphere appears, rolls right in the middle of all you. Swell. Okay, and it actually runs into um, Sora there. So, Sora? Yes. You must make a dexterity saving throw. Woo! Good at that. 18. Okay, an 18 will do it. But you will still take a little bit of, little bit of fire damage from this. So you take um, three points of fire damage as it just brushes by you. Fine with me. Okay. And then next up is uh, Heskin. You get to go and you just make a dexterity saving throw because you're right next to a flaming sphere. Okay. Dexterity saving throw first. Um, this will not go well as I do not have dex of the saving throw. That'd be 11. Okay. No, you take six points of fl- fire damage from being next to the flaming sphere. It's not nice. And what are you going to do? I'm going to grumble in pain because I'm good at that. Um, I'm going to bonus action, click my heels together, and I will activate the boots of speed, which doubles my movement. Mm-hmm. And um, it, on an opportunity attack, it makes you attack with disadvantage. Okay. Um, where is the ball of fire in relation to me? Uh, right in the middle of all of you. You can just see the the green dice in the middle there. So if I take one step back so that I am directly behind the gray guy, mm-hmm. or or we're opposite of, um, of Perrin, Petrin there, mm-hmm, yeah. Petrin, will I get advantage on those swings? Yes, you will. Okay, I would like to, and will that get me out of range of that fireball thing? It will, unless they I move would it. Like to, okay, so I would like to do that, please. So right behind gray there. Mm-hmm. Or purple, excuse me. Yeah, right behind purple. And I will swing twice. Okay. The first one is an 18. Yes. And then the second one will be a 19. Okay. And I would like to... No, I wouldn't. So the damage for those will be 25 total slashing damage to the ghoul. Okay. What was the damage on the first one? Do you know? Uh, 14. Okay, so it actually drops uh, the ghoul with the first one, so you can move and do another one if you want to on white. Uh, okay, can I just can I just keep the roll and just move over to white? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. since you already made Can the you roll. put me in the exact same spot so the fireball does not touch me? Yep, if you have the movement for it, which I believe you do. Yep. Yeah, I have no a problem 60. At all. all right. I mean, can you put me directly behind him? Yep. All right, I'm just going to roll one more time to see if I get um, a natural 20. I don't. Okay. Um, so the other one will be 13 points of damage to that particular Okay, goal. 13 to white. Okay. And that will be my turn. And then Peach gets to go, and you see it murmur something with its uh, undead jaw, and a little moat of fire appears in front of it, shoots out, and then lands right behind Petrin and engulfs everyone except uh, Heskin in flames as it explodes with a fireball. Oh, jeez. So everyone must make a dexterity saving throw. I'm paralyzed. I kind of feel like I don't. Yeah, paralyzed. I believe you automatically. Yeah, I'm sorry, yes. Yeah, fail. I got a 20. Yep. I got a 14. I got the shaft. 
Okay, and so um, the other two of you save, but unfortunately, Heskin or uh, Kravash cannot. So let's see how much we take. Ooh, that's a good roll. So 28 points of, of uh, fire damage to their Kravash, and everyone else takes 14. I save? Yes. Take none. With evasion? Do you have evasion? I do. Yeah, so you, you will take none from the blast since you roll with it. Okay, and we are on top of the round again. So, Rogar, you have a lot of people trying to hack at you all at once. What are you going to do? Um, so, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of in a bad place. Yeah, it was kind of ill-advised you to run up there, but I'm Well, I sort of just assumed I would be followed by all of my friends, and then they didn't. So, uh, well, first thing I'm going to do is rage. Hopefully cut down on the amount of damage incoming. And then uh, I will frenzy with this rage so that as a bonus action, I can make extra attacks. Okay. And I guess I'll just start attacking because I'm kind of in a bad place, but not a bad place that I think I can get out of unless anyone else has any ideas that can help me. Um, teleport Great. away? No. <laughs> okay. Then I will uh, swing for... Should I swing for the Beholder or swing for the other undead? Take take care of the other one that's going to just keep like nickel and diming you, I think. Okay. I will spin and go after the... Uh... Is that a gray one? There's a gray and, a, a gray and clubber up there with you. Yeah. Then I will swing at gray. Okay. First attack is a 15. That hits. Great. And that is 13 points of damage. Ouch. That tears a chunk out of him. And my brain says I have, yeah, I do. Extra attack, second attack on gray again. That is a 26. Definitely. For... Dang, I'm rolling poorly. 11 points of damage. Uh, poorly or not, that drops gray. Yay. So gray is down and purple is down. Okay, anything else? Uh, nope, that's it. Okay. And then that brings up Petrin. You've got uh, a uh, fire sphere next to you, so roll for me dexterity. Uh, ooh. 11. Okay, so you'll actually take this damage, but I think you only take half, right? Mm -hmm. So it's eight points, so you'll just take four. Cool. Get a little singed. And then I... What do I want to do? If I shoot... Is that club? Uh-huh, yeah. Will I get sneak attack damage with it? Yes, you are okay. right behind. I, w I will move forward... So I'm in range and then shoot him. Okay. So you move forward there. That's in range. Are you coming to save me? Yeah. Ish. <laughs> My hero. Kind of. Maybe. Maybe not with a 16 to hit. That definitely hits. Cool. That is only 17 points of damage to club. Okay. Well, that still hits him pretty darn hard. 
so yeah uh yeah you know you, you can see it, the club rocked forward uh by that hit yeah it was pretty pretty massive mm -hmm. okay and then sorry you get to go um how's the zombie holder looking um you beat him up pretty good in the last round that that was uh you know, it's just two max damage hits that's uh quite a bit of yeah. damage cool i'm gonna do it again okay um same deal right at the zombie holder uh first hit um i'm not gonna do sharpshooter because i don't think this would hit otherwise a non-natural 20 uh that definitely hits okay um we're gonna do a ooh. oh well can only ride the max damage so far huh uh, -huh. uh so eight points of damage which is a Big bummer compared to yeah. last time. Got a sharpshooter. Um, so but I got a second hit that I'm gonna, I am gonna do sharpshooter and really hope that it'll work. <laughs> no, uh, it did not. Okay. And I don't, I don't think I hit. Well, you're, you're probably reeling a little bit from uh, the thing, and and also uh, give me a dexterity saving throw for the flame sphere right in front of you. Well, that's hey, fine. Claw, that's that you, Jay Claw? Is that you? Okay, so you take two points of damage from the flame sphere in front. Do you want to move at all? Uh, yeah, I'll move like three squares to my left. Okay, so move her three squares to the left. And um, then anything else? No, I'll just be sad. Okay. Uh, oh wait, actually, sorry. Um, Hunter's mark is only the bonus action when I cast it, so I'm gonna bonus action cure wounds myself. Is that a bonus uh, action? Cure wounds is an action. Is it? Yeah, healing word is. Okay, I was thinking healing word. Sorry. Never mind. I will do nothing else. Okay. And um, so next up is the beholder, and it's displeased with that and uh, fires the black ray at you there, Sora. So if you could give me a constitution saving throw. Woo! Seven. Oh, so you take this full on. Yikes. Yeah, especially considering I rolled real well. Oh, dear. You take 39 points of necrotic damage as it slams you with the animation well, ray. I'm down to zero. Yeah. Okay, so drop her if you would. Oh, dear. And, um... Luckily, that was the disintegration ray, or you'd be a pile of dust right now. So there's yeah, good thing. There's, there's that plus. Okay, and next up is white that goes after its target there with Kravash. and gets a seventeen to hit you, Kravash. Well, don't forget that it gets advantage, and it's an automatic critical. Let's just be fair here. Um, it gets advantage, but I don't think it's an automatic crit. I'm paralyzed, yeah. Automatic crit. All right, it's a critical hit. Oh, boy. Okay, so we'll uh, do a extra damage here. Um, 11 points of damage as it slashes you with its claws. And, I still stand. Yes, and you um, you are up next, so make... Uh, actually, I guess you can't, can't make a dexterity saving throw, so you take fire damage from the sphere and take 10 points of damage from the sphere. Are you still standing? Yes. Okay, make a constitution saving throw. Let's see. 
I haven't been able to roll above a five this whole day. Maybe we traded luck. Yay! 21! Okay, you break out of the paralyzation. Way to go. That's my action. And as my bonus action, and who? Drew, you're Hessian, right? Heskin, yes. Heskin. I sing, kill the ghoul, and you get a D8 of inspiration to use however you like. Saving throw, damage bonus, attack bonus, whatever you want. Awesome. Okay. And speaking of that, next up is Club, and Club goes after Rogar there. And that is a grand total of 10. I don't believe that hits you. Nope. Okay. And then next up is yellow. And yellow is maintaining the ball there. So that's good. And so it goes and um, you just see fire rays appear out of its eyes. And it zaps you with the fire rays uh, there, uh, Heskin. And, ooh, dear me. Okay, so it's a two-hit spell. So the first one's a 21. Hits. The second one is a seven. So I think you see the second Misses. one coming. And not a really good roll. So nine points of fire damage from, uh, from the eye rays. And that is Excellent. its turn. And then, Heskin, you get to go. Okay. I'm directly behind Gray that was attacking Kravash, so I will swing at it. At white there, yeah. Mm -hmm. 21 to hit. Yes. 11 points of damage. Ooh, it looks like it's barely standing. Second hit. 19. Yes. Uh, full damage, 14. Okay, you just basically chop it into two equal parts and it falls to the ground. Okay. I will say heal Sora Kravash and uh, turn and attack and run up to yellow and swing at him okay. as a bonus action. That's a 24. Yes. I will expand a superiority die to make this a trip attack. Okay. So he needs to make a strength saving throw. Okay. And strength, you say? I do. That's a three. It's not very strong. Okay. It's not prone and takes a total of 18 points of damage. Okay. Then is he still alive? It. Uh, how many points was that again? 18? 18 total. Okay. So it is still standing. Yep. Okay, I will action surge and mm -hmm. swing down at it again. Oh, I'm sorry. I need a constitution saving throw on the flaming ball. On the flame skull? Yeah, on the flaming ball that was burning our party. Oh, that's right, yes. So 18 points, so that would be... So a 10. A 10. And that's a nat 20, so it's able to maintain concentration. Okay. So I will swing down at it again. That is a natural 20. Oh, wow. Okay. So I will expend that superiority die now that that Kravash gave me. So that is 48. That's a lot of D8. 
That's 26 points of slashing damage on wow. that attack. And just enough to kill it. And you just see it uh, crater into little bits on the floor. There's All right, several so pieces how of many, there. How many squares did I move going out there? Three. All right, so... Excuse me, I'm doing math. I will move nine squares toward Peach, because that's the only creature up right now, correct? Uh, that in the Beholder. Uh, I mean, yeah, but I'm, I'm talking about support squad. Yep. All right, and then that'll Wait, be my turn. Oh, well, club's up there as well, but okay. yeah. That's... Yeah, I'm talking about around us. Yeah. Okay. And that'll be my turn. Is the Flaming Spear still there? Yep, still. Oh, actually, no, it goes away. Ah, good. That was a good call. Okay, yeah, so the Flaming Spear just poofs out. Okay, and then um, it's Peach's turn. And Peach sees you coming at it. What's it going to do? Um, Run away. Shoot so the beholder. It uh, speaks some infernal words, and a stream of magical missiles comes out of its mouth and slams into you there heskin for 16 points of force damage 16 16 ouch yeah it uh, pummels you pretty good okay and we go to top of the round rogar you are um in amongst the uh several people up there what are you gonna do you've got club and you've got the uh, beholder i will start out by swing for a uh, club. Okay. Also, Thanks. I realized I uh, missed my extra attack last round, but oh well. So first attack is a 26. 26 does hit. Or 18 points of damage. Okay, and you just whack it in two there. All right, spin and attack the beholder. Okay. That is a critical failure. Okay, no, you're just horrified by its undead uh, beholder visage. All right, and then I will uh, use my bonus action frenzied attack to attack it again. Okay. That is a 27. That definitely hits. For 13 points of damage. Okay. And it's looking pretty beat up now. And it definitely is looking pretty beat up. Okay, and then next up is Petrin. Alrighty. You're kind of right there in the middle. I am. You can knock club down. Club is down. Club down. Club's down. Alrighty. I will run up to the beholder, use my bonus action to dash. So uh-huh. And now I will stab him with my dragon tooth dagger. Nice. For a 27. That hits. And I get um, sneak attack, right? Because he's right there. (laughs) Yep, yep. There's definitely another creature engaging it. So, for... Dagger damage, three acid damage, and 12 sneak attack. Okay. Does acid do anything to it? 
Well, it hurts it. Okay, cool. Um, and that kills it. The beholder? Except you you stab it and its eyes kind of dim. But let's see what happens with its undead fortitude. So it's five with, plus with damage. Steely knives? Um, five plus the damage taken. So this would be a 17. I've got to roll 17 or better. And that's a three. No, you finish it off. Uh, and down it I goes. I was so excited. And just goes to thunk down on the ground. Okay, that finishes off. It is a beholder zombie. So yeah, not nearly as, as tough as a beholder is. But as you can see from the fact that Sora is now counting snowflakes on the ground, it's still, uh, still a uh, definite foe. Okay, and speaking of it, Sora, give me a um death saving throw six. Oh, that's one unhappy face for sora okay and next is kravash who's finally not paralyzed Yippee. i'm gonna run over and i'm gonna take out my harp of harpiness and i'm gonna sing the song of wound curing which will be at fifth level, so eight d eight plus five of healing. So, so does, does that sound, song go? It does. It sound like ah ah ah. It goes, ah staying alive, staying heal, alive. Heal your wounds, you feel. Blah 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 blah. I'm not creative. I just sing. I, I thought it'd be more like she got knocked down, but she'll get up again. Never gonna keep her down. She got knocked down. Too many syllables. Too many syllables this way. Mm-hmm. Two, 27 points of damage restored to okay. the explorer. Or 27. Yay! So, Sora, you wake up on the ground and you find Kravash just strumming a harp over you. Thank you. Your eyes, your eyes, you are now alive. Okay, you're no more. You don't need to do more. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. He's on a roll. Yes. <laughs> okay. He can, he can end it right now. And uh, then Peach gets to go. And how far? So uh, once again, Peach just um, goes and a moat of fire appears and sails right in between everybody there. Uh, so Heskin and Sora and Kravash and explodes. So Heskin, Sora, and Kravash, please give me a um, dexterity saving throw. Ten. Okay, you're going to take it full on? Nine. You're going to take it full on? Twenty-two. Oh, he saves. You only take half damage. Okay, and this one's kind of fair to Midland roll this time. So 29 points of damage to uh, the two that failed and I'm back to dead. 14 to Kravash. I didn't know I could make snow angels by my burning corpse melting into it. It's all over. Unconscious. Yeah, we're both back to unconscious. Okay, so put Kravash <laughs> unconscious next to Sora then. <laughs> so you see Sora stand up and go, what happened? Bam, down again on the ground. <laughs> okay. And then, um, Heskin, you get to go. <laughs> you know, a little singe there. What are you at at hit point wise, anyways? Not good. Um, by my count, I'm seven squares away from Peach. 
Yes. Yeah, I'd like to move up to Peach and take a swing at Peachiness there. Okay. You still have your inspiration, guy? No, he used, no, that, I used uh, on the white. last monster. Uh, 22. Uh, 22 definitely hits. Okay, I'd like to spend another superiority die and make this a trip attack. Okay. So strength saving prone, please. That's a grand total of negative one. He's prone. Yep. 16 points of slashing. Okay, that hurt. Second attack is a 23. Yes. For 10 points of damage. Okay. Third attack is a 27. Yes. And unfortunately, I don't think there's anything else on. And I will lunge down and try to bury this axe through his chest. So I'll spend a third experience point. And five. Well, the skull doesn't have a chest, but you can bury it in the skull. There you go. That'll be 15 points of slashing damage. Oh, just enough to finish it off. It had 14 left. And once oh, again, nice. you cleave this one into several pieces and it falls to the ground. Okay, so all of the undead seem to be dispatched. However, you have two, count them, two friends that are down in the dust. So, oh. or the snow. So, Rogar, like what are you going to do? Oh, do you have anything left to go there at the end of your turn? I have I have a little bit of movement left. I just okay. want to start making my way, which I think I have five squares left okay. back to my downed compatriots. So, you get about halfway there on the way back. Okay. Yeah. So, Rogar, what are you going to do? Um, we have healy people who are standing, right? Or are all I don't believe so. I think everyone with healing is down. Anyone got anything healing? How about any pes uh, Petrin? Nope. Nope. That's good. All right. Okay. Well, in that case, so it's down I'm to medicine checks. To, uh, what was that? It's down to medicine checks to stabilize. Yeah, th that was the plan. Yeah. So, uh, uh, move. No matter what, it'll be two turns to get back, right? Um, For you. Well, you can, yeah. you, can okay. you can you can double move and get there, right? But then I won't have my action to do the medicine check. Right, but you'll get there. But. Okay, it'll be the exact same amount of time to do a medicine yes. check. So mm -hmm. I will just move my normal speed to okay. get there. Dash? No. Everybody thinks you should run up there and then do it on the next round. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, Fine. so he runs up there and stands there going, oh, woe is me. Okay. And then, Petrin, what can you do? I can run and then dash is my bonus action. Okay. Uh, everyone can run so quick to watch us die the true death. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. You know well, what? If I die and I'm sing, I'm not singing any songs about you. And I Just... will roll a medicine check on. Can both the both of them can heal? I'll do it on Sora. She is one hey, that Adrian, already. It's it's. Please don't give me any uh incentive not to heal you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Ten. 10 no doesn't quite do it um so you're, you're trying to stabilize all the wounds and the burns and all like that and you and you do not uh do not make a difference okay and then actually sora you get to make us a death saving throw five. Oh, oh. another unhappy phase uh, but it reset because i yep it resets so you're down down one yeah. unhappy phase 
And Ooh. then Kravash, uh, death saving throw. Or Oh, two people with, with one reset? bad saving. I thought they lasted until a long rest. No, oh, it, well, we, we looked it up and it turns out it resets once you're healed. Ah, neat. Because yep. it's like you're bleeding out, basically. That's the yep. idea. Okay. So if you got healed, it would stop that. And then Heskin, you're halfway there. They're living on a prayer. Whoa, medicine check on Sora there. Okay. Um, I have no medicine skill, but I do have two to wisdom. So two plus my roll equals 21. Okay, you stabilize. Too bad you didn't get just one more. He could have brought her up to one hit point, but oh well. Yeah, I know. Okay, you stabilize Sora. Wait, which one of us? Oh, I'm stabilized. Okay, yep. thank you. Okay, we go to the top of the round. Rogar, you're up there, and Sora's been stabilized. She's now breathing uh, easily at this point. Wait, what? Sorry? You are breathing easily as you've been stabilized. Okay, but there's nothing I can do because I'm still at zero hit points, You're right? still at zero hit points. Sweet. I mean, if you wanted to, Rogar, you could try for a nat 20 on Sora, ignoring Kravash, but... Uh, no, no, no. Stabilize him. Yeah, I mean... Because he's that, our healer. Because then if you did, you'd bring her up to one point, and then she could heal Kravash. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, that's that's true. <laughs> I, I could heal her, too. But, yeah, just stabilize Kravash. Oh, come on. Do you want to roll the dice, Rogar? Same, same outcome. One of us could be healed by the other person, but I'm the, already stabilized, and he's not, so... You want the ghost? Start singing. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> okay, what are you going to do, Rogar? I will medicine check. Heskin? No, nope. Heskin, Heskin is the one standing up there. That Kravash. would be kind of useless. Kravash? Yes. Hey, there we go. Only took two tries. And that's an 18. Okay, and yes, you're able to uh, put the flames out and uh, bandage Kravash up and... and uh, keep him from bleeding further and you stabilize him and no you... one else in our party has healing magic do they <laughs> just the druid uh -huh. and, and you didn't bring him because he has the pug Wait. to deal with so i guess you guys just have to carry our corpses back or our unconscious yes. bodies i mean we could carry your corpse back if you want <laughs> no just the unconscious body is fine so <laughs> sora and karachi you have the same experience um you uh you know the lights go out here in the snow and at some point the next day you wake up um, in the tents with the druids casting uh, healing uh, spells on you to wake you up again. And you have no idea how you got back to camp and in the tent, but you do really do feel terrible. So Woo. Bryce agrees. You needed me to Okay. And uh, with that, you're able yeah. to send some folks out to recover the bodies of the fallen friends. Um, and uh, you're, um, you, you now know that, in fact, yes, the undead are creeping in again upon the forces in the mountains. Which is disconcerting because we thought it was getting better as Alil was getting pushed back with his black trees and such. But to see them return, we got to get our move on with the main party, don't we? Yep. Fortunately, this is all happening at the exact same time everything else is happening, right? It seems like everything's happening all at once here in the world. Anyways, um, so does anybody need to do anything else in the village before you're heading back down to uh, go and uh, resume your guard duties down there in the valley floor? I will be composing a song of the bravery of the great Kravash 
standing there stoically taking blow after blow so that his companions would remain unharmed. Well, well paralyzed. That part I'm going to leave out. Yes. Anybody else? I'm good. Okay, good. I'm well, good with the, uh, Kravash going and composing heroic ballad and the rest of you mopping up and patching up all the wounds and getting ready to head to, uh, you know, at the end of the week down to the valley floor and resume your duties. That's where we're going to stop today. Dungeon Master's Notes. Okay, well, the party uh, got a little dicey there towards the end. Um, yeah, when you're missing one of your major healers and the other one goes down and the minor healer goes down. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a problem, but uh, it turned out okay in the end. Uh, we never did answer the question, though. Are these undead just some roving band that happen to be there? Is it a part of a greater conspiracy like it is down in the valley floor? Or has the white dragon uh, double-crossed them and turned on them again? It's hard to say. We'll have to find out about that in the next episode. Until then, rate us and subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com with questions or comments. Follow us at Relic of the Past or Relic of the Past Podcast on your social media feeds. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.